Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Featherstone here, episode 408 of the Pancakes and Power Slam show, 408 straight weeks of this show. Can you believe that? That is amazing. We are live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will. I got one of, uh, I got I got a gem tonight for you all. Uh, I've, I've uh, you know, I've said this before, you know, there's uh, certain relationships that you build with some of the some of the interviews that you have, you know, you have a wrestler, uh, you have a wrestler journalist relationship with uh, with certain people. And sometimes they don't go past the interview. Sometimes that's as far as it goes, but not with this person, this person uh, over the past. I don't know, but I think I think I first interviewed him like four years ago, maybe like 2016 or something like that. Um, and since then, man, we've, we've been good buddies and uh, he's been through a lot and um uh, He's been through ups and downs, and he's really in a good space right now. And I'm uh, really, really excited to uh, bring him back on the show. I'm actually trying to see when I had him on the show. I think it was 2016, if I'm not um, mistaken. Uh, September the 8th, 2015. Wow. Uh, That is... 
Yeah, September of 2015. That was the last time I had him on the show. That's crazy. That's been too long. <laughs> so it's been, uh, this is it's almost, it's been four and a half years just about. So, wow. So I'm glad to have him back. So over the past four and a half years, man, we've uh, kept in touch. Uh, we encourage each other a lot, man. He's just a really solid dude. So I really appreciate him uh, just from a personal level, even from even away from being from a professional level. So without a further ado, he is my guy, Rico Constantino. How are you today, sir? Oh, I'm, I'm a lot better. I'm doing great. Living in Las Vegas still. And I'm healthy. Yes. And you're right. It was September uh, 2015. And that's right before I took ill. And mm. For the next three years, it didn't look good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, share your story uh, from from then, because because uh, there was a GoFundMe that I started, and yes. uh, you know that that helped you a lot with uh, with the medical bills and things like that. It was a yes, really 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 tough journey for you. Yeah, between you, Kenny Bolin, and mm -hmm. Cauliflower Alley, mm -hmm. it saved me from losing my house. Wow. So. Uh, I was a police officer and mm -hmm. I was getting symptoms all the way through 2015. You know, my arms were going numb. My legs were going numb. Uh, I was getting spasms, hard to breathe. My workouts were declining, but I would just kept overlooking it and just go, okay, no, I'm just, I'm getting older. I'm going through that phase. I can work through it. I can work through it. And I kept doing it until January 23rd of 2016 and I didn't know it at the time. I thought I had the flu really bad, bronchitis. And I was in bed for three days. And I went to the emergency room, local hospital. And they x-rayed me. I gave them my symptoms. And they said, well, we can't find nothing, but we can give you pain pills. I said, yes, I'm in pain, but I want to breathe. It's not just I'm in pain. I want to be able to breathe. Yeah. And they said, well, we can't find anything. So they sent me home and I laid in bed another nine days. And then I went to my doctor and she heard me cough. She sent me immediately for a CAT scan and they found two blood clots, wow. one in each lung. Wow. And it almost killed me. Wow. And from that day, um, I ran through all my sick leave, my annual leave, my catastrophic leave all the way through to December. And I had to medically retire from law enforcement wow. because I couldn't, I couldn't go on. I couldn't, couldn't uh, do the job functions. Mm -hmm. And I laid, in bed for three years, 20 hours a day. And like I said, a long laundry list of medical conditions, post-concussion syndrome, vertigo, tinnitus. Mm -hmm. My blood pressure was 180 over 110. My pulse was anywhere between 95 and 115. And I started gaining weight and I ballooned up to 272 pounds. Uh, my cholesterol level was 252. I had to sleep apnea. I was my stop breathing anywhere between 15 to 18 times a night had to have a CPAP machine. Mm. So um, that went on for three years until a good friend of mine who I worked with uh, after I retired from WWE and uh, was going through a police Academy. He contacted me and said, Hey, you know, what's going on? I said, I was sick. He said, not you, not you. I said, yeah. And um, he said, we need to talk. Come to find out he's a vegan. Mm -hmm. He was on juice therapy. He talked about the Gerson therapy. I watched five different documentaries the, about the 4th of January. And on the 9th of January, I decided that's it. I'm going vegan. I'm doing this juice cleanse 
and I'm getting on something called the Gerson therapy. So three years, 15 prescriptions, three different shot therapies. Doctors couldn't fix me in three months, three months of doing this. I dropped 68 pounds in 60 days. Wow. I had my blood tested from January where I told you what it was to April. My cholesterol went from 252 to 104. Wow. Blood clots were gone. The time, the ringing in my ears stopped. My blood pressure went down. It's like 116 over 74 now. My pulse is anywhere between 59 and 70. I don't wear the CPAP machine anymore. I sleep. I'm 204 pounds. My waist was 45. Now it's 32. I'm fitting in my old jeans. Wow. Back when I was a wrestler, 32-inch jeans. I'm back to work. I started work July 5th, and um, I'm working my way back. Wow, man. And um, it, it's amazing, and I, and I praise God for that. God put Scott back in my path. We met, and I thought God was finished with me. I thought, I thought okay, um, I'm done. I'm going to go home. And I, I came to terms with that because mm -hmm. of such a blessed life that I have had that God has allowed me to live. I mean, mm -hmm. you've, you've seen the Wikipedia pages, but I'm like jack of all trades, master of none, you can say. I'm kind of <laughs> like the epitome of that with all the careers, American gladiators, playing yeah. Batman in the stunt show, power team, WWE. I went to France, competed in their type of gladiator show and police officer, bodyguard. I thought, you know, okay, that's enough. For me to ask for any more time on this planet would be greedy mm -hmm. and selfish. So I just had the attitude, you know, okay, Lord, when you're ready, take me home. Mm -hmm. And the way I looked at it for the two years was if I woke up, I took my medicine. If I didn't, hopefully I'd be sitting right in front of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, wow. yeah. And then Scott came and I started getting better and better. And I just said, well, I guess you're not done with me, God. Mm -hmm. I guess there's something for me to do here on this planet still. Mm -hmm. So, wow. I'm just letting it. Letting the Lord lead me. He's a, opening doors again. He's opening a, a lot of doors. So a, yeah, man, that's amazing. Wow. That's um inspirational. Uh, to, you know what, Chris? I'll tell you this. Um I know I'm gonna talk about it. I, I videoed myself daily. Oh, I nice. weighed myself every week. I took pictures every week. I have all this raw footage of to tell you to show people actually what I did. Don't just take my word for it. I did a daily thing. I have all this footage. I have nobody to put it together. I was going to put it on YouTube and just give it for free and show people, listen, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is the way I healed my body. So my body could heal me. Wow. And I just, I wish I could find somebody to put all this footage together so I could just show it to, to the world. Wow. That's amazing, man. Yeah. You got a lot of support uh, from my uh, fans of the show too. So uh yeah just uh let me know man i'll uh i think you should definitely uh youtube it i think that would be a good well, platform if you if anybody out there you know anybody that wants to put the footage together i mean i'm not doing it for money i'm mm -hmm. doing it to help somebody else in the world maybe they need some of this maybe they are sick too mm -hmm. i don't want money i just i just if somebody would donate time and put it together i'll give it to them yeah so for those listeners a lot a lot of people there's uh there was 43 uh live right now with this uh in in counting uh so um yeah for for those 
for for those who are listening right now live and those who will be listening archived um yeah for those who are for someone who's willing to donate their time to to compile who's really good in videography and can put some things together and make it work uh and have a good presentation um reach out to me and i'll and i'll and i'll text yes. uh i'll text rico and yeah I'll please reach out to chris yeah so uh yeah um so yeah you got a lot of yes it is antoine oh it is rico yes uh <laughs> uh oh donnie says i hope you get the 2020 wwe hall of fame of the warrior award that's uh that'll be wow um wow that's yeah. up to vince and yeah We'll see. We'll see about we'll see. that. We'll, we have some questions, too, but I want to get into the heart of what uh, we were supposed to be talking about. And then I'll take some questions. Okay. Uh, exactly, uh, the, the viewer count has went up to 50 now. So. Uh, so, yeah. Hello, got, 50. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got a lot of uh, people uh, right now supporting the show. So uh, 52 now. Uh, so. Um, all right. So. We're going to talk about this. So the, so the heart of the conversation tonight, uh, this Sunday is the Royal Rumble uh, for WWE. So you had a uh, experience working in the Royal Rumble in 2004. And that's also the uh, Rumble that Chris Benoit won. So we're going to talk about a little bit of Royal Rumble secrets and also your experience with Chris Benoit. Um, mm-hmm. as, as far as, and then we'll take a few questions if you have some time at the end there. Um, as much as you need, Chris. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we went up to 55 now, so people are interested in Rico right now. So, uh, <laughs> so I, 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 That's still so humbling. I can't even believe it. That's, I've been uh, that's going awesome. 15 years. Yep. People still, people still wow. like you, man. You're, you're, you're still the man. Um, all right, so uh, let's talk about 2004 Royal, Royal Rumble. So we uh, actually talked on the phone earlier today, and I was like, and, and you were telling me some things. Yeah. And I was like, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, and uh, uh, well, well, you said 47. There's a, is that we're actually on two platforms now. We're on Wrestling Rumors and Slam Buzz. So it's uh, uh, it's it's more, it's 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 the number that you see plus a plus a whole entirely different platform. We're on two platforms right now. Uh, so um, so yeah, 2004, you won the Royal Rumble, and we were talking on the phone, and you were telling me because I always wanted to know about. Uh, just like the tricks of the trade when it comes to the Royal Rumble and just really how it's produced. It's it's probably one of the most difficultly, you know, difficult produced uh, matches of the year because you have to talk about 30 people and how you assort them. But you gave me some really, really interesting information I never knew about. Now, I didn't know that, you know, you have producers for every uh, match and things like that, and they, and they talk about the match and so forth. I did know that. The road um, agents. Yeah, you have the agents. Um, but what I didn't know was something you shared with me earlier was basically there is kind of a rhyme or reason for how everyone's eliminated. And, yes. and, and, and you shared uh, how, you know, you were eliminated. You stayed a little bit over a minute in the 2004 Royal Rumble. You were eliminated by uh, Randy Orton uh, that yes. year. So go a little bit. Uh, so share with the live crowd as far as just the 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 backstage meeting. The I call it the Royal Rumble secrets. Uh, just uh, how does it look backstage? Is everybody assorted together? 
and how does the agent talk to the people? And then you also share with me the peop the person who so basically you knew who was going to eliminate you and then you guys talked as far as how the spot goes and go a little bit more into that. I thought it was really cool. Well, um, well, first, you know, they have the production meeting with Vince and all the agents and they set up the show and stuff like that. And they've already picked the 30 people and you have your main players, you know, you know, you, you work backwards mm -hmm. from the winner back, you know, and, you have your main characters, you know, the, the, these superstars and you have the people that are, that are main players. Some feuds, you know, they, they do the, the heel face thing. And then you have your, I guess, uh, background or your, your, your spice. We were like just the flavor. We were just the add-ins mm -hmm. and I was one of just the add-ins and uh, aging gets down there. I don't know if it was Arn or Pat Patterson, but after the meeting, we all gather in the arena around the ring you know, we're all on one section and they're talking about, you know, what's going to happen and what's going on. Uh, lost you there. Oh, there you are. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the main players get all their spots and stuff like that. And then they just stuff the people in certain spots and they say, OK, well, you're going to come in on you're going to be number 16. You're going to go in there and Orton's going to eliminate you. And this is how he's going to eliminate you. So now you already got who and how. So you're going to go in there. Now you have to make, you know, you don't want any contact with Orton prior to that. Cause then you're, you're going to be fighting and you get how much time you're going to be in there a minute, minute and a half, two minutes, some people longer, some people eliminate other people, but it has to fall into place. Mm -hmm. And I kind of got my training when I did the Billy and Chuck wedding. I mean, that was a whole four or five page segment and everything that happened in the wedding went off of cues. And that's the same thing the rumble does goes off of cues and spots and stuff like that. When this spot happens, they're, they're in the gorilla box. Vince is up there. Okay, go bing. Here goes this one. Okay. This is that one. The ref has a thing in the ear and they're shouting to the ref to tell, okay, he eliminates him. He eliminates him. Go tell him, go tell them in case wow. people forget, you know, it's 30 yeah. people. It's a constant. Everything's constantly in motion. You just can't stop. Yeah. So, uh, That's really interesting. Man, here I come. You know, yeah. you look so good to me, and I go running in. <laughs> so I find I get in there as I'm running. I look where Orton is, and then I go to the opposite side. And I can't remember what I did. If I did the jumping, uh, it's a guri or the step over, look at my ass, butt kick, mm -hmm. and you know, I just did a couple of things, and then Randy and I got together. Did a couple things, boom, 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 and then over I went. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And then you just go. Wow. That is really interesting stuff. You know, a lot, yeah. of, people, a lot of people are like, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was produced like that. I, but it, I mean, that sounds simple, but you've also got to think of everybody else's spot before you <laughs> and then after you. Yep. And you always got to think of all of a sudden if somebody messes up, yeah. you know, or somebody gets injured, you yeah. know, it's, hurt the hard way you know you got to think on the fly yeah. you know make up for it listen yeah. what if randy got hurt what if he hit his head knocked got knocked out or something yeah. who's gonna eliminate me but i have to be gone i wonder if he was just what if he was with someone else at the and minute he's mark. missing the spot <laughs> yeah. i can't go up there and go 
Hey, right. you're supposed to eliminate me. Right. You know, right. leave Edge alone. <laughs> what are you doing? Slap him in the face. You know, by the end, I should have kissed him. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's so that is uh that is so funny man i i, I yeah. really interesting way that it's produced I, I you know so funny as many as many years as i've been a journalist and as many many as much as i wanted to find that out how does that even work you know i think um i think you i think you shared it greatly i think i think people uh other than myself or as we see in the ch chat it's like oh, i didn't even know that that's really cool uh well, goes so, into it. yeah yeah, I you know, cool. and it, it depends on, like I said, each person doing their part. All the little parts yep. add up to the big part. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was 2004. So that was only a couple of years into uh, Orton's run. I think he's. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. First was Brock mm -hmm. on Raw, then I came out on SmackDown, mm -hmm. and then slowly and surely everybody else came out. Yeah, and you, and that was uh, that big um, uh, OVW HWA bunch, right? So yeah. That, uh, well, yeah. My gosh, I forgot about HWA. Yeah. And I held the belt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so so, and, and you were uh, you were a bit older than um, the, the rest because I think Orton is one of the youngest. He's not even forty yet, and then. Yeah, I I signed my contract at 38 and a half and debuted on TV at 40. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you became tag champ. How were you a tag champ? I first with Takeshi with Billy and Chuck mm -hmm. and then with Charlie Haas. So I, I, I don't know my age in between 40 and 44. Wow. I think 2002. So I might've been 41 the first time. Wow. And then, uh, 43. <clears throat> and then, um, I think November was the last, I guess, and then Vince and I got in a, a kind of a dispute about a raise and stuff like that. And then mm -hmm. uh, I was released on February 2nd, 2005, in which I went to Japan that night and won the tag titles with Bull Buchanan. All right. It was all Japan, right? All Japan. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's really cool, man. That's uh, and, is that. And the, the funny thing was, is WWE was in Tokyo <laughs> when we won the titles. Yeah. And Bull and I went to the Hard Rock and met everybody there. <laughs> hey, what's that? We're talking. And uh, I walked and I wanted to say, I looked up and all of a sudden there was the dead man. The taker. Wow. Hello. <laughs> nice. What are you doing here? I'm with All Japan now, sir. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's really cool. I uh, appreciate you sharing that uh, information about the Rumble. Got a bunch of questions here, but I do <clears throat> want to uh, quickly, and you guys have the uh, you guys have the hashtags right, uh, Axe Rico. So there's a bunch of questions there that uh, I'll, I'll pull up here in a bit. Um, all right, so Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit won the 2004 yeah. uh, Royal Rumble. Uh, he uh, lastly eliminated Big Show, I believe, was uh, the last person in the match. And... Um, so you, you shared some interesting uh, things about Benoit, how he actually um, gave you some really good pointers and how his demeanor was. Um, oh, yeah. Just just typically from your interaction, how his demeanor was and just your thoughts on that uh, 2007 tragic, tragic day. Well, the 2007, that I, I didn't know 
that person. Uh, the Chris Benoit I knew was kind, generous, uh, genuine, uh, a professional, consummate professional. Always was there if he had a question. I can't tell you how many times when I would go out to TV taping or even a house show, he'd be sitting in the auditorium halfway up about eye level where the cameras were mm -hmm. for the ring. And I would think of stuff and me still being new and green in the business, I would think of stuff and I would think it would be great. And it would be a, a not so great. So I would, I'd always talk to Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Fit Finley. I mean, these were Pat Patterson. These are the people I went to when I really wanted, you know, a, a straight answer. Yeah. You know, and I would always, I, I could, this is how I picture Benoit. He'd always be sitting in the audience chewing on coffee straws. He would always chew on coffee stirs. And he'd get two or three at a time. And he, he'd be thinking about stuff. And I, Chris, can I bother you a second? Yeah. I got this idea about this, this, and that. And you could tell when, when I was looking at him that he was really thinking mm. and, and, analyzing what I said and where to put it in a match. And that's what I meant by genuine. He, mm -hmm. he, you know, he never, I never got the impression of, oh, yeah, okay, Rico. Yeah. Uh, you're nothing but a, a you know, sideshow sideburn freak or anything like that, or makeup and stuff. It, he always was genuine and he always gave me great advice along with Chris Jericho mm -hmm. and, and fit. I mean that, that move where I would spin kick him to the stomach and then step over and kick him. That mm -hmm. fit Finley thought of that for me. Oh, wow. Very yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Cool stuff. Well, was, uh, and uh, like I said, I he never. I I I personally never saw that man get angry mm -hmm. or raise his voice. Never in, in the in the years I was working with him. Mm -hmm. Never. Even when I thought he had a right to get mad. Yeah. He never got mad. Yeah. You know, um, the two thousand and seven. I'm. I'm really hurt about that, that that's the way this man's career ended yeah. and, and the way his life ended and his family. And it's just sad, yeah. especially yeah. Daniel. I, I got to meet Daniel. Oh, wow. So. Wow. Well, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It, it's really tough, especially since, uh, you know, especially the people who've actually had, um relationship with chris like yourself uh and like you said his son daniel and his wife nancy uh, and it's really tough to to really i mean that's that's just a mark that'll never go away simple as that i, I mean, mean i i wasn't as close as chris jericho was or most of his friends yeah. just you know chavo you know yeah, I just, yeah. it's sad it's, it is it is it's sad Yep, uh, that it is. I appreciate you sharing um, your experience with uh, with Chris. Uh, let's get some. Let's get some questions for Rico Constantino, former WWE Tag Team Champion. Uh, hey, Elvis, Chris, what's can up? I say something quick. Yeah, absolutely. This is my granddaughter. Hey, <laughs> yep. what's your granddaughter's name? Tell her. Destiny. Destiny. That's a very. Uh, you know, I delivered her while I was on duty. Wow. As a cop. Wow. 
Really cool. My daughter had a C-section and I went in on my lunch break and pulled her out, cut the cord, washed her off, 10 figures, 10 toes, went right back to work. (laughs) Wow. Wow. 40 minutes. Destiny's tired. (laughs) Destiny's tired. It's West Coast time. Uh, It's only like, uh, what, uh, 8.30 your time. So uh, Yeah, she's she's about to go to bed. She's got to go to school. All right. Good night, Destiny. Good night. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Let's start with Elvis. Uh, what do you miss the most about WWE? The fans. I miss the fans. Yeah. Um, I miss entertaining them. I miss making them yell, Rico sucks. And I miss making them laugh when I used to smack people on the butt and ride them <laughs> like a horse. <laughs> That's what I missed. I missed the fans. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Robbie's asking, first off, congrats on the health. You were known for the mutton chops. What Was that something you had for your character, or was it a company thing? Mutton chops. Actually, when I was in the dark matches, when they called me up, because they were going to cut me, when they called me, I was doing dark matches in the house shows, and Raven came up to me. And because one day I'd be a heel, other day I'd be a face, I'd be a heel, a face. I was doing them both on the road. And Raven says, what do you like being, a heel or a face? He says, I love being a heel. He says, you got to do something about your face. I said, what? He goes, you're, you're too pretty. He says, grow some sideburns or something. I said, okay. Well, I started to grow them. And that's right when I got called up. It's a funny thing. But he wanted me to grow like the honky-tonk sideburns mm-hmm. or the rock sideburns. And I, I was like, they already did that. So I didn't want to follow. So I, I grew the Wolverine type sideburns. Yeah. And, um, you know, and he won't take credit for it. But he's the one that gave me the idea about the, the mutton chops. Nice. Nice. Scott did. <laughs> Raven. Raven uh, was instrumental in you uh, becoming WWE Tag Team Champion because of your popularity. So uh, You also shared something about Pat Patterson earlier to me about oh, yeah. how he was instrumental in, uh, in you having that tag run. Uh, sh- share that a little bit. Yeah, uh, well, when, uh, when Billy, after the wedding, and then I did three-minute warning with uh, rest in peace to Rosie and Jamal, and they disbanded three-minute warning, and then they approached me to do the Adrian Street character. So I was doing that, and I did a, a heat. No, I did a, a velocity with Jamie Noble, and they said, okay, you're ready. We're going to put you on SmackDown. First match was with Charlie Haas, and I came out with Miss Jackie, and to finish the match, I kissed Charlie right on the mouth, and he couldn't come back in, so I won via countout. I guess Pat Patterson liked the match because I pulled Charlie's pants down <laughs> during the match on the sunset flip because I sunsetted him, and he wouldn't go down. And he was going to punch me, so I yanked his his pants down. <laughs> so he mooned the audience. Yeah. And uh, he played he played opposite me pretty good. Mm-hmm. So he the did. next week, I guess they were in Ottawa, and Rikishi and Scotty Too Hotty were tag champs. And they already had the production meeting, and they already had the the matches set. Well, Pat Patterson came up to me and says, "You know what? You and Charlie should be tag champions." I said. How's that work? I said, I'm a face. Rikishi's a face. Scotty's a face. Charlie's a heel. He's like, I'll be back. He went and talked to Vince, and he got it changed. Wow. And, and it was Charlie Haas and I going against Rikishi, but Charlie didn't know it was me. Uh-huh. That's the funny part. So Charlie, I guess, when he was the world's greatest tag team with Shelton, well, he was up 
to shoot for the tag titles in the storyline. So he goes out there to take on Rikishi and Scotty with a mystery partner. And <laughs> Schimmel's announcing, and Charlie's mystery partner is, and Charlie's waiting, he's doing his stuff, and all of a sudden my music hits. And I just kissed him the week before. Mm-hmm. Well, he's flipping out. No, no, no. Well, we do the match. And uh, Rikishi did very well. And Pat putting it together where it worked. And uh, Charlie and I ended up being tag titles. And then there there you had the threesome yeah. where it was Jackie loves me. I like Charlie. Charlie likes Jackie. Oh, yeah, that worked for a while, <laughs> yeah. and you never knew what was going to happen. Like Charlie was was always, oh my God, Rico with the padding. Come on, get serious. Charlie was always get serious, get serious, mm-hmm. and I'm always flaunting around. You know, as you could tell in the matches, I'd smack Charlie on the butt, or I'd go to tag out and I put my hand up like that, and he would go to tag my hand. I move it, and he would go like this. Yeah. <laughs> point at it, you know, just little innuendos and stuff like that to loosen them up. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Uh, really, really interesting uh, way that, again, an interesting backstage story that, uh, you know, Pat Patterson was uh, pulled for you to become tag champ. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Cole is asking, uh, who was the toughest American gladiator? Gemini. Oh, he was tough. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, see, he was big, but he wasn't the biggest. Thunder was the biggest, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about all around athlete was Gemini. He used to play for the Pats. Mm. He was a he was he was he used to play for the New England Patriots. Football player, nice. Yeah, football player. Uh, Robert, what is a memory? Um, I guess that you have from uh, WWE. Man, they're all memories. My gosh, just get just having a shot that Vince gives me a shot at 38 and a half years old yeah. to, to be a member of the family and, and, and be part of the WWE universe. Yeah. That's a memory. Uh, Stone cold stunning me in Louisville before I got called up wrestling, Ric Flair, you know, uh, Kane. I'm just, just being a part of the family. That's, that's my memory. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Elvis, uh, what do you miss the most about Jamal and Rosie? They were characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just, they came from a long family and, and they had a lot of knowledge. They helped me be better as Billy Gunn did. When I first got there, they, you know, I was a wrestler and barely that. So when I debut on TV, I'm a manager. What do I know about managing? I was I talked about. I said, Billy, what do I do? He goes, Don't worry, kid. I got you. Just do what I tell you. And I did. And there are. Then I became a manager. Yeah. And that was Billy. I give Billy Gunn credit for that. Yeah, you fit uh, very well as a manager. I think it was a really good move. Yeah. Um. Cole, anybody suspect? Uh, did anybody suspect that Cena would become a megastar in OVW? I guess uh, would become a WWE megastar while he's in OVW. I, I don't know. When they brought John in, he had just done uh, one of these TV shows where you hunt people down. I forgot the name of it. And he came in. I was re- I, I went from Rico the American Gladiator face to when after I got my quad torn. I came back as a heel with Bowling Services, and I brought John Cena. Well, that's the storyline. 
Cena came in and he came in as my prototype. Mm -hmm. So I was the role model and I was telling the people of Louisville, this is how you need to be like my prototype. I'm your role model and which got the heat like you wouldn't believe. So, uh, but Cena had it when we were there promo. I mean, my gosh, then I tell him I do a promo between him and Bolin, you know, we all three had our area and, we got along great. I mean, each of us knew what we wanted to do. I mean, John, I mean, he'd go, all I want to do is kick, stomp, and punch. I'll tag you in for the fancy stuff. So, <laughs> uh, you know? a, lot of, a lot of people would say that uh, uh, he did that throughout the, the rest of his career, too, <laughs> for the most part. If it works, <laughs> But it he got works. 16 title reigns, though. So <laughs> he's, You know? Yeah, one of the most popular in WWE history. So obviously yeah. something worked. Yeah. Uh, Jamie's, I got a few more for you. Uh, Jamie's yeah. asking, uh, did you go back to the police? Did you go back to police work? And how did the boys in the locker room uh, to who the Chuck to to the who Chuck and Billy gimmick? So uh, well, I guess react to that. How do the boys react to it? <clears throat> well, I went back into police work uh, after I retired from WWE and I worked for the state of Nevada as an investigator. And I also I worked for the United States Marshals a part-time as a district security officer. So I was a state police officer along with a district security officer for the U.S. Marshals. So I processed prisoners and stuff like that. And, of course, they knew who I was just without the mutton chops. So um, uh, everybody, nobody ever disrespected me because they all said, wow, you know, how did you do all that? Because those those two characters that Vince gave me are the exact opposite of who I am in life. I mean, just look at my background, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying, you know, for me, you know, stone cold is stone cold. Cause he plays stone cold yeah. takers taker. Cause he plays taker, you know, Cena Cena. Cause he plays John C. That's who John C is. He raps and he, he wears the, the jean shorts and the chain. I mean, that's who he is. He's just, mm -hmm volume turned up to 10 you know it's just for me i had to just get into character yeah to, to play those two roles yeah uh cole is asking uh, how did it feel to beat the nature boy well uh wow uh, an honor um that was nice of vince to give me the match i believe he gave i believe he gave me the match because i did so well with the Billy and Chuck thing. And I think, I think that if that would have been live, that had been the most, the best event in WWE history. Maybe that the, the, the two Hebners was pretty good too. Yeah. With all with the twin Hebners. Yeah. But if this wasn't taped and the wrestling sheets didn't put it out, because Vince K faved everybody. Eric showed up to the arena dressed up in makeup. Vince catered to him all day, showed him around. Eric played that old man all day. The only people who knew it was Eric was Rosie, Jamal, Billy, Chuck, me, Stephanie. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else. And when he said, did I hear myself say three minutes? The audience went, oh. So much you could feel a vacuum in the arena. Yep. I mean, you could have heard a pin drop. 
everybody was kayfabe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, he I've had Eric on my show a couple of times, uh, and um still keep in contact. And I, he he shared that before as far as like he it was like no one knew except for just uh you know just a very tight bunch. Yeah, yep. Only the people involved. Yep. Yeah, that and that's good too. I mean, that that really yeah. keeps the character together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how bad was the injury you sustained to uh, Bubba Ray? Yeah, it was in Chicago, Allstate Arena. Uh, he threw me first. He threw me out of the ring. My leg hit the second rope, and it tore my hamstring. That was one. Well, we're, that's for the tag titles. So I got back in the ring, and he pushed me in the corner, and I told him. I tore my hamstring. He didn't care. He slung, he shot me corner to corner. And I'm trying to work on this and my, my hamstring is torn. And then I kept, I tried to hit him. Boom. I fell down. And then to pin me, he didn't just pin me. He took his legs, put them on the second turnbuckle and bent both my legs over my head and tore it again. And he tore it when he suplexed me too. So three different times in three different places, he tore my hamstring. Mm. So I was out a few months with that one. Yeah. And uh, for those who want a little bit more on that, go back to the 2015 interview that I had with Rico. uh, And he goes a little bit more into, uh, into that. Um, You still stay in contact with Chris Jericho. I went to the AEW match here and I saw him there. Uh, he was getting ready for his Omega match, so I didn't talk to him too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw the very first man I wrestled in my entire career in EWF, Christopher Daniels. Oh. Yeah, he was, yeah. Nice. He was called the Fallen Angel back then. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, kind of reviving that uh, now, yeah. uh, the Fallen Angel gimmick. Yeah, uh, Chris is, uh, he's he's a cool dude, man. I've had him yeah. on the show before, and we still keep in contact, so. Uh, he's he's really cool. Um, all right, so a couple more. Uh, Juanito, what do you think uh, that the WWE lacks today compared to the early 2000s? Wow, <laughs> we could spend a whole everything on that. Uh, I don't know. Where's the story? Hmm. Where's the story in the matches? You know, where are these storylines coming from? Where, aren't they? Te- why aren't they telling it in the ring? Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, in a nutshell. Yep. Uh, Joseph's asking, who was your favorite opponent and why? Oh, man. I had a lot of favorite opponents, but Ray, Ray Mysterio, mm, he was fun. RVD was fun. Each of them had their own flavor. Even even Hardcore Holly was fun, if you didn't take them too seriously. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> Spike Dudley was great. I mean, everybody had their own little flavor. Tommy Dreamer, Stevie Richards, yeah, you know, and each of them had, and they wanted to work with me, with with the Rico, the stylist character. They mm-hmm. want, they understood it, mm-hmm. and they understood up, understood just Rico character, yeah, the Adrian Street character, and they knew how to work with me back and forth. I, I remember. I'll, I'll give you another Bubba Ray story. Um. We're doing the the six man, you know, Charlie, Jackie, and me against Don, Bubba Ray, and and Devon. 
and no mercy mm-hmm. when uh, Don Marie and was trying to steal Charlie from Jackie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Bubba says, I ain't doing any of that bleep crap. I said, all right, fine. You know, and then the agent asked, I said, well, he don't want to do anything. He, you know, cause we were the semi met. He didn't want to entertain. Well, he got called to the back and I guess it was Vince and he came out and goes, okay, we'll do it. And I kissed Bubba on the mouth in that match, but I didn't think of that spot. Bubba thought of that spot hmm. where he got Jackie and he put her on her knees and he put his hands behind his back, was going to kiss, wanted to kiss from her. She snuck away, tagged me in. I snuck in, mm-hmm. rubbed his head. Oh, Bubba. And he's like, yeah, baby. Yeah. And I gave him a kiss right on the mouth. <laughs> and then he did the home alone. Oh. <laughs> I thought Taz was going to pee his pants. He was laughing so hard. And that's, uh, that's, that's how I knew things I did was funny, is yeah. if I got Cole or Taz to pop. Oh, nice. That's that's if I got one. them to pop, I knew it was funny. Yeah, that's a, that's a good litmus test right there. Uh, do you have any urge to return to the ring? Wow, for who? I guess for anyone, this period. Um, well, I was 44 when I retired, I am 58 now, <laughs> so uh. It'd have to be one heck of a storyline, mm-hmm. and I'd have to, and I'd have to have to be taken care of because I have my granddaughter that I'm raising. Yeah, I have to think of her too. I mean, yeah, sure. you got to take your ego out of it. As much as your ego says yes, I'll, you go do it, go do it. You gotta, gotta think realistically. Yep, indeed. You know, if they had a great storyline, I, who says? Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm healthy. I'm moving around and. I'm working out again, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Last question. What's your favorite backstage story to tell that you didn't get to tell much? (laughs) Backstage, backstage, backstage. I don't know. Maybe you can help me. I don't know. Um, Maybe too many chair shots and too many 3Ds. (laughs) <laughs> any anything i mean anybody any any give me any, a hint somebody out there uh give me a hint what 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 kind of story tell i just ring ring my bell <laughs> yeah I think, I think he's really looking for like uh something that fans may not know about like anything happened backstage while you were in wwe that you saw or involved you that people may not know about just a conversation uh uh, well, I'll, I'll give you a taker one real quick. It's a okay. real short one. Right. You know, when I did the Rico makeup character, yeah, and you know the dead man, he has the eyeliner under yeah. his eyes. Well, I'm in the bathroom. We're in this arena, and I'm putting on my razzle dazzle, and I'm getting in there, and all of a sudden, the dead man walks in, and he's he's menacing anyway, and boom, he's in his he's in his outfit. He doesn't. He's got his hat in his hand, puts it on. And he goes into the mirror and he starts putting on his eyeliner real slow, steps back and looks, gets back in and does it again. And then I'm, I'm watching him. One, I'm amazed because I got the dead man standing next to me. And then I look at him and, I, and all of a sudden back of my, <laughs> just pops in my head. He starts to go for the other eye and I go, sir, would you like to use some of my makeup? 
He stopped what he was doing, and he gives me one of these. <laughs> Real small. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I continued on with my stuff, and he walked away. Oh, man. That's uh... – <laughs> I don't think there could have been a better backstage story to share than that one. <laughs> oh man. Well, my, my friend, it has been a pleasure, man. I, I appreciate you uh, joining me today. And uh, thank you for having me, Chris. It's been too long. I, I, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was four and a half years since uh, you've been. I didn't know it was that long, but yeah, like I said, you always checked on me when I was sick. You always shot me a text. You always called brother. How you feeling? Is everything okay? You know, you you prayed for me. You had friends pray for me. You, you know, you were there through throughout my illness, and you, and I really appreciate you standing with me and praying for me and keeping me in your thoughts and keeping your fans to keep me in their thoughts. You know, I got a lot of nice letters to go fund me. I mean, I appreciate everything everybody gave. I mean, you can't. I can't express how thankful I am. And Kenny Bolin started a PayPal account mm -hmm. and that he stepped forward. Cause when he, when you, you know, I told you I didn't want it. Yeah. You know that I just, yeah. you know, and yeah, I was, I, I was, I was very hard on Rico at that time. I, I, I had to play, you know, I had to play uh brother in Christ and just be firm. And uh, he was, he was reluctant towards uh what to a lot of things. And I was like, Dude, we're gonna start this. I don't care what you have to say about it. <laughs> and uh yeah. and uh and, and Jericho end up uh um tweeting my uh my my GoFund. I mean my yeah, my GoFundMe page that I started. So he he uh he donated to it, so it was really uh really cool and helpful. So um and, I'm thankful for that. <laughs> and Chris even came to my home and did yep. talk as Jericho. Yep, he did because I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So my granddaughter just loves Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, still to this day. Nice, nice. Uh, I think you you got a favorite. Rico's my new favorite guest, most humble human I've heard oh. talk to this day. There you go, man. Well, thank you, yeah, Cole. Thank you, Rico. It's been a pleasure, man. Uh, um, I'll uh, you know I'll keep in touch, man. You know how it is, man. We'll we'll, we'll chat Please. soon. Please. Uh, and if anybody can help with the with the footage and get it together and maybe help somebody else in this world. Yeah. Somebody else might be going through something and they need the Lord and they need ways to get better. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. You know? Yep. Talk to you soon, my friend. All righty. Have a good night. <clears throat> Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. My guy, Rico Constantino, uh, big, huge. Thanks for uh, coming on the show tonight um that was uh, absolutely awesome um and uh it's great to have him back on the show again i didn't i did not long i did not know it was that long uh that it, he hasn't he hasn't been on the show but i'm definitely happy to bring him uh that he was on tonight it was uh, absolutely great uh, incredible uh all right so hmm so uh my, my guy Evan, he, uh, let's see, he just sent me a message. Um, <clears throat> let's see, I'm trying 
trying to bring my guy Evan Tech Proud on. Before I do that, I actually have guys. Guess what? After four hundred and eight episodes, I finally created an intro video. Can you believe that? Uh, so I am going to play the intro video and uh oh man y'all joking about the titans uh thanks joseph appreciate it man appreciate you uh coming through uh joseph looks like uh it is a uh joseph uh looks like you're a newcomer to the pmp nation so everybody welcome joseph to the show uh okay we're good with uh we're good with evan now okay good stuff good stuff good stuff Evan Tech Proud, how you doing tonight, sir? Doing all right, man. Got a little cough, and I'm here. Awesome. Live, live, live. Awesome. It's a little rough, but I'm here. PNP Nation. So yeah. randomly start coughing a little bit. I apologize. Luminati. Probably Sean go. Got me with their warrior flea. Warrior curse. <laughs> we got some new people to the PNP Nation. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's uh, give some people some love here. We got some newbies, newcomers to the PNP Nation. Welcome. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. Um, I'm going to play my intro video, too, uh, for you to see, too. Uh, Thank you, um, <clears throat> So, PNP Nation. Got some new newcomers to the PNP Nation. We got uh, Joseph. Um Welcome to welcome Joseph to the PMP Nation. Uh, welcome Juanito to the PMP Nation. We got some newcomers. Welcome Charlie to the PMP Nation. Faces. <clears throat> Hello, yes, everyone. That's all. Uh, also, good to always good to to have new uh, new people join the PMP Nation. All right, guys. So guess what? Look, I've got a intro marissa's back and better than ever <laughs> <laughs> welcome marissa welcome jonathan uh, to the pmp nation uh got some newcomers good stuff good stuff guys got some newcomers to the pmp nation tonight um all right so after 408 episodes it will be eight years uh in april the first Tuesday in April, eight years. <clears throat> I finally got the time to, yeah, eight. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I says. Took 400 episodes with following intro, Chris. Yeah, I just haven't had the time to do it. I actually, I actually had someone volunteer to do it to uh, do it uh, for me for free, uh, who's into video and production and stuff. I just have the, didn't have the time to do it. I had to, I had to cut up footage and do a bunch of editing. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it myself. All right. So I had some time and here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, this is the intro video of the Pancakes and Power Slams show. Here we go.
time it is. It's that official time when we take this worldwide. Let's go. Listen, 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 so now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the power of It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in. And recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devoured him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change. Lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up. There you go. There is the intro. That was great. The wheel. Great. After 408 episodes, there is the intro video of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Great. Absolutely. It's great to see the evolution. That's right. Of your hair. Then it was fluffy, then it was pent up, then it was have like one one dread down your face. It's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. It's up. It's down. It's everywhere. <laughs> uh Lexi, Lexi is in the building. Lexi Express in the on, building. Lexi. What's going oh, on, Lexi? The wrench. What you call uh, it? The, the wrench, uh the wrench, uh what's it called? The wrench club. The, the wrench, the wrench uh, mob. Wrench mob, there you go. Yeah, the wrench mob. Speaking of which, whatever happened, just be random. Now me and I growing up, everyone knows with us where the goat is stink. So growing up, you was either a Hulkamaniac or a Stinger. Red Hot didn't really have, uh, you know, a fan, fan base name. But whatever happened to, like, the Chain Gang and the Edgeheads and uh, what was the Captain Charisma's people? We had all the yeah. fan clubs. But what happened to those, you know, Creatures of the Night? Your party? <laughs> creatures. Yeah. <laughs> of the night. Lexi, did you see uh did you just see the uh, intro video? I'll play it again. For, I'll play it again for you if you uh if you need to look at it. Cool, thank um, you. Hey Tom, what's up? Me and uh shout out to Joe. We are friends. So, um uh, yeah. Lexi, let me know if you saw the uh, intro video. I mean Lexi's uh she's a part of the <coughs> part of the wrench. She's, 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 she's been a OG. Yeah, she's an OG. Lexi OG. OG. Yeah. Uh, so let me know if you saw it, um, Lexi. Uh, if you if you did not see it, I'll, I'll play it again real quick uh, before we go into the headlines. So um, give me the give me the uh, big uh, give me the update on that, man. So I'm glad I'm glad you all liked the intro. 
Um, and uh, it's crazy that 408 episodes. Um, yeah, Lexi, let me know. I see it says I'm looking for you're looking for you did love it. Okay, great, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, I do, <laughs> I do, I do. Uh, I got a video for headlines too, and I got it, I got it, and and I got a video for for the week too. So, uh, yeah, what about Abdul for you? You got a video for that? <laughs> no, I, I should. That would be interesting. I'll do it for you. Um, all right. So, without further ado, uh, actually, you know what? I'm actually in, in the, the flavor of the week. I think, uh, Mike, I think he suggested best intercontinental uh, mania matches of all time. I want to save that and I'm going to do what I do a lot. This is the last uh, show before the Royal Rumble. So come flavor of the week, I'm going to uh, do what I do uh, yearly, which is I have every name in a hat. Um, Brian's asking if I'm doing anything for my anniversary show. Uh, most likely bring in a big interview. Um, uh, yeah, eight years. Wow, that's crazy. Eight years. Um, Want to try to see it again? Three's the charm, man. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I do every year with the Royal Rumble, uh, I have a list of people's names uh, in a in a um, basket. So what I do is I actually draw names, and the names that I draw, the name that I draw is the name that is eliminated. So I'm doing like a backwards um, Royal Rumble. So I'll have all the names on there and I'll eliminate the people who I draw. The last name that is actually in the um the basket is the prediction uh predicted winner of the Royal Rumble match. Now, of course, there's not 30 people in there. There's not 30 names in there yet, but um we'll just go with it because there should never be 30. There should never be thirty people locked in for the Royal Rumble. One of the one of the best parts of the Royal Rumble is that there's actually surprises. Um, so yeah. that's that, yeah, you, you should you never know, have thirty people locked in the Royal Rumble. I, I, it was bad. I, I think I texted you yesterday. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know if I was watching Raw. Um, I think I watched a little bit of it. No, but you know what? I totally forgot. Sethy Boy, Seth Rollins won the Rumble last year. Totally he scared. did, unfortunately. Keep I talking. Totally I, I dropped my uh my basket, yeah. so keep talking. Everybody know why uh Chris is getting that together. Out the feast boxes, I told the Great Pain Feed Nation, I'll be taking articles from my basement. I got stuff from all the way from the 70s up until now. Look at this. Team Extreme. Remember this? Oh, it's a blockbuster video right there. Man, everybody looked different. Everybody didn't gain weight. Jeff and Matt. Some of them lost. Christian. <laughs> Bubba looks great. Leader still looks the same. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Keep uh keep sharing your uh your library there. Um yeah. while I while I get this together right. before we get to the headline. So if you have any any other thing in your library you want to share, go for it. Then let me know too. Also, number two, I have this is way back in the day. Action zone. First of all, look at the Undertaker Invader. Dark rest, Leon White. It was a good friend of mine, Leon White Invader. And then in the back, you see 
young Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vader, and I can't make out who that is. Uh, down below. Nigga, Ahmed Johnson versus Vader. What a high flying match that is. Savio Vega versus Stone Cold. Ahmed Johnson was on this a lot. Wild Man, Mark Merrill. Oh my heart, British Bulldog. <clears throat> Great stuff. Also, T, you remember that any video game fans, if you remember, back in the day, you got these VHS tapes. It was video cassettes then. And when you got it, Ty Pettengale actually gave you a like one of them cheat codes for WrestleMania the arcade game. So definitely great stuff. Uh what's going on, Mike? Good to see you safe in Vegas. And uh Anton. Yeah, you say DVD. So another thing I have to me and Chris joke about the ingenious creation is the Survivor series. The first one. Triple H, Jericho, Kane, Booker T. He always said that funny. Look, RVD. We already know his stuff kind of gets censored. And HBK. Great pay per view. One of my favorites. And just to let you know, this is legit because it actually says Survivor Series. So good stuff. And Scott Snyder debuted. He debuted at the Survivor Series. Anything. I could go all day with my stuff. VHS tapes and definitely whatnot. Um, for that, uh, so I'm saying with the Rumble coming up, guys, let let PNF Nation let us know. Are you excited about the Rumble? How do, how do you feel? I, I feel like the Rumble. Normally, in years past, the Rumble seemed like it takes forever to come. Like Christmas this year, it was out the blue. Like, oh, I forgot the Rumble was this Sunday. So the buddy of mine texted me, "Hey, you know the Rumble's this Sunday. I'm having a Rumble party." So yeah, let us know. I was like, "Oh man, it is the Rumble." You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um my son's birthday is on Sunday. So um Which one? Ian, my my uh my youngest son, my middle child. Ian. Yeah, so he turns 5. Ian turns 5 on Sunday. So we'll be having a um birthday party throughout the afternoon for him. And I'll probably be catching the rumble a bit later, probably an hour later. Usually starts at seven, so I'll probably catch it about an hour later um, after his party's over. So, you know, uh, Anton mentioned uh, this true. Uh, this Friday is hard times, Daddy. <laughs> Saturday is when worlds collide. Yes, that should be interesting. <clears throat> yeah, that Sunday is the rumble. So, um. Man, Man, we got every every day of the week. Monday yeah. was Raw, Tuesday was uh, today's Power. Tomorrow, of course, AEW NXT. Thursday, NXT UK. Friday, Smith. So we literally for this week, as we mentioned before, seven days every day of this week, wrestling. Yeah, a week of wrestling. And we get tired of it. When I say enjoy your week of wrestling, I really mean it this time. <laughs> I really, I really mean it. Of it. <laughs> yep. Um, Joseph asked. Joseph's asking if I can pick one surprise entered for the Royal Rumble. Who would it be? That's a that's a good question. Um, I like see. I like the nostalgic ones. I like I like just the ones who you know won't win, but. It's just fun, you know. It's just I got fun one. To see. Um, I think I would say 
one. If he's up to it, uh, I would say Jake Roberts because he's yeah, been one, he, he's one. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play 21? 21 I got, I got 22. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say Jake Roberts just because he's 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 wanted to do it for a long time. That was like his DDP yoga uh, goal was to uh, mm-hmm. get to the Royal Rumble match. Um, he hasn't had that opportunity yet. He's made the Hall of Fame after his uh, you know journey to recovery, but um, he's never had an opportunity to get back in the Royal Rumble match. So yeah. I would say I would say uh, Jake. DDT. <laughs> I got 22. Y'all remember WrestleMania Arcade? Oh, yeah. Was Off it the arcade? top no, rope. I thought it was WrestleFest. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, DDT. Yeah. Off the DDT. top rope. Remember the Road Warriors? That heart <laughs> yeah. would be like this. And then the Hardin Warrior. Mean Gene. That was great. Oh, man. Man. Yeah. My, uh, my surprise interest. Somebody said Disco Inferno. Cool. Wow. I should I should hit up Glenn and ask him. Uh okay, uh Darren, I hope I'm saying your name right. Uh Parrish. Conan isn't in the best of health to do anything uh right now. So uh it would be good to see him. My I would love to see my man Skinner, Steve Kern. Huh. No, he's gonna lose that 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 reverse DDT, that that dip. That old stuff. Yeah. The Beverly Brothers. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Bring back Jacob and Eli Blue. <laughs> Bring back uh, uh, Quang. Uh, Quang. <laughs> Bring- you can't bring who back because Jim and I going. Yeah. My man, Kim Chi. Bring back Kim Chi. <laughs> Kim Chi. Bring back Kim Chi. Yeah. Um, oh, wasn't that uh, Lombardi? Yeah, it was Lombardi. Yeah, yeah. Like Kimchi. Kimchi. Uh, I, I, he's passed away. I would love to see. This is old school things, even though he never was in WWE. Um, my man, um, Scandal Akbar. Oh, nice. That'd be great. Nice. That's some. Uh, yeah, that's some old school man. Uh, Scotty, Scotty Global. Leaf, Leaf Cassidy. Oh, I was thinking. You know, I was thinking Leaf Cassidy. My good buddy um, here. I was thinking bring 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 it back uh Al Snow. Uh how about Maven? How about Bree? How about you? Bro? No, Mr. No Show? He ain't never no show. He was sick. Oh man. Oh, he's no he no showed you. Hey, mama told you he no showed me. I've only had oh, two, man. I've only had two no shows in my seven year career. Now Maven. Oh. Well, Mr. Hughes, I give him a pass because he he apologized to me. And uh, you know, my man Dad Severin got on his case too. How you gonna stand up about him, man? He's a good dude. Oh, brother, I'm sorry, I forgot. You know, same thing he told you. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, he he was sincere. I, I, you know, we had to spread the discernment, so he was. Yeah, uh, Maven, yes, Maven. Yeah, bring, bring back Maven. Maven. We want, we want Maven. We want Maven. Right. Start that hashtag. We want Maven. <laughs> Maven in Royal Rumble 2020. We want, uh, we want Maven. So, Boogie man. Uh, yeah. I think with the thing with the boogeyman though is that um I don't know it, it just seems a, a bit cheesy though I mean like uh, it, that wouldn't be like a big huge surprise I think when for for some reason hurricane got a huge pop 
when when he came oh, yeah. back. Yeah. 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 So that was uh that was really, really cool. I got one. Southern Justice. So Southern Justice. Remember that? <laughs> I do remember Southern Justice. I do. I do remember Southern Justice. Um uh, let's see. All right. So oh man. I loved that uh yeah, human truth great. segment last week. You know how I mean, you know how I am, man, with with uh with truth. I I'm, I'm always a huge uh advocate yeah. for truth, man. I think he I think he just is continues to be uh innovative. I thought that was absolutely hilarious, man. Uh what I think of Lester being the Royal Rumble. Uh prayers for recovery for who? What happened? Yeah, let me see. Um, oh, okay. Oh, goodness. Okay, uh, Greg. Oh, man, Greg, yeah. My wife just went through emergency open heart surgery last month and is slowly recovering to catch up on YouTube, but I missed the live show. Hope I was well with you. Yeah. First of all, Greg, thank yeah. you for coming um, yeah. and, and dropping by despite your, your wife having open heart surgery. Right. That, that means a whole lot to us um and we definitely praying uh for for brandy's recovery and um we know yeah. that god is a healer and uh we will petition to to um to have his way in this in this situation so definitely praying for you greg yeah. and your wife um all right so let's uh let's get let's get to some headlines so I don't think Lexi's seen this. Uh, Lexi sees the uh, the, the uh, YouTube uh, versions, but not the live version. So um, I just debuted this last week. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, headlines. Here we go. go uh rocky johnson passes away at 75 um um oh that's a good question joseph we'll get to that ask me that again uh, about the uh bringing in james storm i think he's doing, i think he's doing good uh in nwa though I don't, I don't know. yeah uh, as far as as far as james storm i think he's I think he said Joseph's asking real quick. Joseph's asking what I think about bringing in James Storm and reuniting Beer Money with uh, with uh, Rick. I, I guess you meant Rude, Bobby Rude. Um, yeah, I think he's doing. I think he's in a good spot at, uh, uh, in a yeah. way for one and for two. I just don't see. I mean, I just don't see them going yeah. too far. They'll probably have a good uh, initial run or a few weeks, but. WWE isn't uh-huh. very consistent with, you know, with with keeping their tag team division. Unless, un- unless the tag team was like legendary. Yeah. And yeah, right. but I mean, bare money. Was good. Yeah, even Bear legendary was though. Like they did a poor job with uh, the Dudleys when they oh, came. Yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So let's talk about Rocky Johnson. Um, you know, legendary legendary business. I actually uh, had an exclusive interview with. Uh, I called up uh, superstar Bill Dundee. Uh, Bill Dundee were, was tag champs with him in Continental, and um, 
so he had something to share. That's actually on the Wrestling Rumors uh, page and um, YouTube. Um, so check out that exclusive. And so he he has shared a lot, but you know, seventy five years old, WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, you've actually you actually had an experience with with uh, old, yes. old Rocky Boy. So uh, <laughs> share let, let the PNP Nation know your uh, your your Rocky Johnson uh, uh, story. I met. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell tell the funny joke. I'm gonna try not get emotional because I watch <clears throat> I watched the Rock's IG post. The post friend of mine sent it to me. Uh, so I met Rocky Johnson uh, 2018. Uh, we were in uh, I think we was in Nola, right? Me and he was in Nola. Yep. And um, first time I met Rocky, <clears throat> he was sitting in the lobby. We were staying at the hotel uh, with WWE. Uh, and uh, Rocky was sitting in the lobby across from Tony Atlas, who I'm cool with, had on my show. And this guy came up. He was a Caucasian guy out the blue. And Rocky's a good dude. And he kept passing about an interview. He had like the little cassette thing in his hand. And Rocky Johnson was like, brother, I don't want to do no interviews. No interviews. No, no, no. No interviews. I, I don't want no interview. No, no dirt cheats. No, 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 nothing. No, no radio interviews. No, nothing. I don't want to do it. I'm not interested. He didn't cuss. He was very, you know, Rocky Johnson's arms are huge. His arms were still as big and not big as Tony Atlas. It was hilarious. And after that, I came up to Rocky. And, uh, you know, Mr. Soulman, said, sir, nice to meet you. <clears throat> Tony Atlas came up, put his Excuse me, his big old hand on my shoulder on purpose, an inside joke. Hey, brother, what's up? Rocky Johnson was adamant. He was like, he was not trying to get an interview. He had a, a glass of a lit, uh, he had like a cup of um, a drink. It was a beverage, some type mm-hmm. of um, alcohol. And uh, he was cool. He was not drunk, but anybody that know me, Chris, me, and professionals, like Ryan could tell you too, because he's done TV and radio. If you go to any of the boys or girls in anything, wrestling, pro athletes, and I've interviewed people, not just wrestling, Hall of Fame boxers, people that's been on Netflix, people that that runs Netflix shows at the top hit, Stranger Things and all of them. If they say no, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not pester. But Rocky, to his credit, was very professional, and he was, you know, doing a little shake and stuff. I don't, I don't want no interviews, not at all. No, no dirt sheets. I, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. But um, yeah, and I saw him last year too at uh, I think it was, uh, one of the conventions I went to. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Rocky Johnson was a good dude, um, still strong. If you get a chance, please watch The Rock's Instagram post about his dad. Uh, mm-hmm. I know how The Rock feels, Chris. You know, uh, um, Anton, Lexi, Mike, uh, GHP, people I talked to outside the show. Now I lost my mom two and a half years ago. So everything The Rock said about how he felt of, you know, feeling like it knocked you down and you smile with the good times and it's hard. I definitely understand how he feels. He's still close with his dad. Um, and you can see it on The Rock's face. He's still strong. And I'm, uh, I'm friends with the Samoa family. Shout out to Lance um, uh, and, and uh, the family that lives in Pennsylvania. I'm not going to mention all their names. Kishi. Um, good buddies with them over the years, and I pray for them. It was very close, and um, it was a good dude, man. Rocky Johnson was, was a legend. 
Yeah. And, I, and if you can go back, that man took one one mean chair shot with the wooden chairs. The wooden chairs. <laughs> old school wooden chairs. Old school. So uh <laughs> rest in peace, old man. He the first African American black tag team champion of the WWF. WWF. That's right. Um, so here's the post. Uh, I don't. I mean, the the video post is like almost eight minutes long. I yeah, eight know. minutes. I don't know if uh, it has any profanity on it or not. Um, this one is is clean here. I love you. You broke color barriers, became a ring legend, and trailblazed your way through this world. I was a boy sitting in the seats, um, watching and adoring you, my hero from afar. The boy you raised to always be proud of your of our cultures and proud of who and what I am, the boy you raised with the toughness of love, the intense work, the hard hand, the adoring boy who wanted to know only your best qualities, uh, who then grew to become a man realizing you had other deeply complicated sides that needed to be held and understood. Son to father, man to man. That's when my adoration turned to respect and my empathy turned to gratitude. Grateful that you gave me life. Grateful that you gave me life's invaluable lessons. Dad, I wish that uh, I wish I had one more shot to tell you I love you before you crossed over to the other side, but you were ripped away from me so fast without warning. Gone in an instant and no coming back. I'm in pain. We both know it's just pain and it'll pass. Now I'll carry your mama and work ethic with me as it's time to move on because I, I have my family to feed and work to accomplish. Finally, I want you to rest your trailblazing soul, so man, pain-free, regret-free, satisfied, and at ease. You live a very full, very hard, barrier-breaking life and left it all in the ring. I love you, Dad, and I'll always be your proud and grateful son. Go rest high. R.I.P. So, man, Rocky Johnson. Good stuff. Very, very poignant um, piece of literature there. So yeah, uh, seventy-five years old. It's always it's always tough. I mean, no matter if you're one hundred and five, you know, losing your father is is is, uh, is tough. I mean, especially when you had a relationship with them. So, um, so yeah. So best. Uh, so prayers go out to the Rock and Ada, and uh, you know Ada's his ex-wife, and so uh, the the Maya V and Johnson family uh, for WWE Hall of Famer. Rocky Johnson. All right. Um, next one. We'll get to the first questions here in a bit. Uh, Edge denies, uh, quote, denies WWE in return, uh, in ring return. Oh. Uh, so there's, there's some stuff going on, uh, going around here. Yeah. Uh, people saying that, um, that he, he went to Pittsburgh to get evaluated and he, you know, he said that he didn't. He said people are just making stuff up. So the biggest, the, one of the biggest rumors now is that uh, he's going to be a surprise entrant uh, to be in the Royal Rumble. Um, now, yeah. there's even been talks of Edge versus Lesnar at Mania, which I don't want to see. No, gosh. We don't. Um, I don't want to see that. You don't want to see it back at 03. Right, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to see that. Um, yeah, I think it should just be a. I don't want to see Edge versus Lesnar WrestleMania. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how that would even make sense at all, but it just won't make sense. Um, 
you need to you need someone to you need a uh, um, someone who you can depend on as far as building them up to go against Lesnar. Now I'm all you know. I've said this before. I'm all about glitz and glamour. I'm all, I'm all about legend versus legend at WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania is really an anomaly. It's really a show by itself. It's the showcase of the immortals. It's the granddaddy of them all. It's all those things. So I'm not opposed to legend versus legend at all. Like I would be, I'll be fine with Rock versus Lesnar for the title. But I just, I mean, you, you just can't really put that much stock in Edge. You know, right now, and he's been gone for when did when did he retire? Oh eight, was it oh eight? Was his last year? Yeah, yeah. Right after, right after Mania, wasn't it? Because I think uh, Jericho beat him at Mania, right? Um, let me he find out. Uh, he Jericho beat him at Mania. Two thousand eleven. Because so Del Rio, excuse me, excuse me, Del Rio was supposed to win. But yeah, and Christian ended up winning, right? Yeah. Christian ended up beating Del Rio in the ladder match, I think it was, or something like that. No, 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 no. Uh, the yeah. WrestleMania Edge last match, Edge went against Del Rio. Yeah, he went against Del Rio. Del Rio I think he went was against Jericho. The, I think he went against Jericho the year before, right? Yeah, before, right. Yeah. So Edge mm-hmm. beats Del Rio. And right. then Edge retires the next night. Um, I think he, I think he went against. I think he did a SmackDown match that that week. Did he? Yeah, he, yeah. I think was, maybe he retired the following weekend. I think it was like week. a yeah. I think it was like the following week. I think he did like a dark yeah. match. I think he, I think it was like a, against the core. It's like an eight man yeah. match or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, that that was sudden needs because the Rio was actually was supposed to go over. And they got news about Edge's neck. He went ahead and had Edge win. Mm. Which is, uh, so he's one of the only people who won, uh, who retired winning uh, instead of uh, retired losing, which is uh, very interesting. A lot of people uh, remember Trish Stratus did that, but she just came back recently and put uh, Charlotte over. So uh, she officially retired losing. So there's not a lot of people who do that. Um. All right, so let's get to um, the last one. I was supposed to, we were supposed to be talking about was the um, Keith Lee. Uh, I think that that was very interesting. The Keith Lee piece. Um, uh, let's see. He was he talked about how he I think he was on Corey Graves' interview. Um, so how he was introduced to uh, WWE uh, management. So he mm-hmm. was on um, he was on Corey Graves' uh, interview, and he actually put uh, Lance Archer over my my, my buddy yeah. Lance Archer over. Um, these quotes is from Wrestling News. Uh, he says uh, about three years. This is how he got noticed by the company. About three years in being a wrestler, some people know him. As Lance Archer, some people know him as uh, Lance Hoyt, was in the WWE. Um, so this is about in three about three years in being a wrestler. Uh, Archer was there. He was in WWE and said to somebody that I should be the one to look for. Then I got invited to do some work. In my case, I got thrown into a barricade by one Mr. Triple H and also got poked in the eye 
by Shane McMahon and punched in the face by Vince. That was my introduction to the bosses of today, which was <laughs> that was uh, that was very interesting. So, um, so basically, he had his first tryout in 2008. He was turned down, and then um, in 2011, he did some extra work. Um, he did some work as an extra, and then he got asked for another tryout, and then he was turned down. Uh-huh. And then in 2013, uh, when the Performance Center first opened up, he was part of the first class. And then he was turned down for a third time. Very interesting. So at that point, he didn't even he wasn't even uh, sure if he uh, would continue wrestling. Um, and now it's, it's crazy how that all works out because he's, I believe, he's, He's he's my favorite in NXT right now. Uh, I want I want them to push him to the moon. Uh, if if I would have my way, he would go against Adam Cole at a takeover um, before Mania in Tampa. Uh, that would be my I guess. I mean, he was you know the the breakout star of the year last year in NXT, and. He's super over. I actually interviewed him in 2017. Um, he talked about how he wanted to face uh, Brock Lesnar uh, in the WrestleMania uh, at WrestleMania. That was cool. And so, yeah, I'm all for Keith Lee having, you know, being the top guy in NXT, um, especially from his journey and you know, the road and, you know, where he came being turned down three times to get at the spot that he is now. Yeah. I think that's I think super, yeah, super cool. It seems like he'll probably beat Roddy for the North American Championship. Looks like that's where they're heading right now. He won the number one contenders match, and he's got a match coming up against Roderick Strong. I guess it makes sense to have him as North American champion, but for me, he'd be NXT champion to be honest with you. But it looks like they're they're doing that. They're putting Champa in that spot. I get it because yeah. he was injured and had to relate. So it makes sense. Yeah. I get it. So I, I, I'd imagine being a North yeah. American champion makes sense to, right now. Yeah, you get, give him a North American title, build him up, keep making him the hottest thing. <clears throat> you got Chompers, feed him with Cole. And, and at some point, you got to have the next the next big people. You got Keith, uh, you got Keith Lee and, of course, Velveteen, you know, until you come back. So, um, no, you gotta gotta take it. Absolutely. Keith Lee really, Keith Lee, Keith Lee really is a big deal. Um, I've been following him for. Oh, you went out. Your your sound went out. It is. What about now? Uh, it's working now. Okay. It, it said, and then it went oh, silent. Illuminati coming. Illuminati. <laughs> Be funny. Well, yeah, it shows you gotta keep being persistent about your dreams. It's, you know, he got let go three times. Uh, uh, Elias got denied five times. Yeah. Uh, you That's know, great. Abraham Lincoln, even though historical fact, lost the presidential race at least 14 That's before great. he finally won. So he's, keep pushing on your dreams. Uh, yeah, like absolutely. absolutely. All right. See what Lexi has to say. Did I cover the Tessa Blanchard debacle last week? If not, what were your thoughts on the revelations from Big Swole and other female wrestlers? Uh, do you think she, Tessa, handled it well? If you were managing her, how would you handle the situation? Fantastic question, Lexi. That's probably a great question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, Lexi, yeah, because I remember you tweeted that and I uh, said, yeah, ask that question. 
Um, and we didn't get to cover it last week, so I'm glad you uh, oh. up this week. How All did right, you so, handle it? So let's start off with um, the thoughts from Big Swole and other female wrestlers. Chelsea Green said something about it. About it. Allison Kay says something about it. I believe Gail Kim defended her. Um, but uh, look, I mean, I don't know why someone would just lie and said, hey, you called her the N-word. I don't understand why someone would lie and say that. <clears throat> no, just out of the blue, it was a it was a response to a tweet about making it and things like that. And um, yeah, so I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I, of course, you know, there's <laughs> there's this side, that side, and then the uh, <laughs> the truth in the middle. But I just see, I, to me, just from just from a, a observing, just from an observational standpoint, I just don't see how a tweet made by Tessa calls someone to lie. It wasn't even directed toward anybody. It calls someone to just, eh, I'm just going to lie about Tessa Blanchard uh, calling someone the N word, and, and Tessa denied it. So. Someone's lying, of course. So if Tessa denied that she called someone the N-word, and then the person, I think it was Allison K, uh, said that she did. It was the Allison K or Chelsea Green. I think it was Allison K uh, that did. Um, and, and said, I mean, she's the NWA champ, so she has a lot of stake, you know, just to be making a lie. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I, I just... I don't I, I don't I just don't see it. I just don't see someone who's the NWA women's champion. Um and yeah, so basically she's trying to dig up dirt. Very, very interesting. Um so now now there's yeah, so it was Allison K. It was Allison K. And so now the big thing is that Allison K saying that Tessa is trying to realize about her. I'd say what I had, I said what I had to say. So I love to move on, but I uh, have several, I just got several messages about Tessa Blanchard trying to spread lies. Unfortunately for you, I've built my 11 year reputation on being respectful. Instead of owning up to your mistakes, you lie, scheme, and prove you haven't changed. Uh-oh. Um, so, I mean, you just have to think about it in many directions here. Okay. Allison K has nothing to gain from this. Nothing. Uh, it's not like she's trying to, uh, it's not like she's trying to like, uh, usurp authority or she's trying to gain some position. They work for two different companies. Tess is in uh-huh. fact Allison's an NWA, so there's nothing she's trying to gain from this. She legitimately, from Allison's standpoint, based on her tweets, she legitimately does not like the fact that she, according to her, knows who Tessa is backstage behind the curtains, uh, behind uh, you know, out off the cameras, and Tessa is uh portraying herself as someone who's not like that. So, like I said, obviously someone's lying. So, mm-hmm. either either Allison is just a bitter 
woman lying about Tessa Blanchard that had nothing to do. It's not even the same company, not even trying to get her spot. She's just like, ah, I see this tweet. Let me just lie and just tweet something about Tessa Blanchard. So either that's the case or Tessa is holding some things back that is indeed true. So my undergrad degrees in public relations. So as a PR guy, um, the more you hide a lie, the bigger it gets. And the more you, you know, uh, the harder the fall is when you trip you over. Cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and, and the more you just have to keep covering and covering. You have to see the thing is always, you know, that's why I'm a man of faith. You know, you don't ever have to chase the truth. The truth is concrete. It's, it, it's not, you don't have to have to chase it. Uh, you always have to chase lies, always. And yeah. no matter how you try to cover it up, you always have to chase a lie. So it's there was a tweet. She denied it, and we're still talking about it. So is she chasing a lie? Again, I can't. I can't give my. I can't give an, an affirmative. Uh, you know, uh, opinion yeah. on this because it's just based on tweets right now. I don't know uh, Tessa personally. I've, I've uh, interviewed Tessa at a, a media scrum last year in New York. Uh, I've had Allison on my show, so that's as far as I know both of them. I've had, I've talked to both of them, Tessa and um, right. and Allison, but right. I don't know, I don't know either of them personally. So, hey, I, I know Tessa to know that she'll say this, or I know Allison to know that she'll say this or lie. I don't know, I don't know any of that. I was asked a question, how I feel about it. Well, my feelings is this: you can't, you always have to chase a lie, and it just—it's weird to me that Allison would just make up something out of the blue, especially when you had someone like Chelsea Green, who's in a different company, which is you know exactly, she's, yeah. she's Chelsea Green. Out of anybody, it wouldn't want to uh, text her because she's in the most successful of the three. I mean, Allison Kay's in NWA, Tessa's in, in Impact, and Chelsea's in NXT right now. So there's definitely nothing that she's, you know, uh, wanting out of this uh, to to say that. I yeah. mean, if anything, Tessa, I'd imagine Tessa and Allison would want to be in uh, would want to be in NXT. Um, so yeah, it's not like Chelsea's some type of indie person right now trying to get some type of shine. Uh, if anything, she's trying to protect herself, you know, because you know how the WWE and NXT is very, you know, WWE is very uh, uh, cautious, very PR. Yeah. Are, yeah, they're they're really big on PR, so they're really adamant about protecting yourself in you know, exactly, uh, yeah. you know, in the media and to, you know, outside to to other people. So is Chelsea's even willing to risk that to make sure that the truth. If it is the truth, the truth is spoken. It's just hard for me to believe that it didn't happen. So, and if it did, no need to lie about it. You know what I mean? If it did happen, again, I'm not saying that it did. I don't know. But if it did happen, there's no need to lie about it from a PR standpoint. And again, I have a PR, my background's in PR. So, from a PR standpoint, the best thing you can do is say, I'm sorry. 
there was a mistake. This is what happened. Gives more details. This is why I did it. My fault. Please forgive me. Please accept it. Now I can move on and say whatever tweet it was. Not to cover it up as if it didn't happen. Because if you do that, it just makes makes the situation much worse. So, Yeah, I, not mentioning names. I, hey, God. Uh, find out about it, and like you, I've talked to Evan K before. I've spoken to Tessa a few times. And I, I, I talked to some people that confirmed some things. So she said it, and like you said, why would Allison K go out her way? Nothing to gain, totally different company. She's the champ. Why would she just lie about something like that? Um, the thing, too, <clears throat> after she won the title at Hard to Kill. She did a post-match, like, you know, post-match uh, message or uh, she spoke. And one of the things she said was, uh, you know, you know, winning the title. And then she also said, well, nobody's perfect. And that kind of rung a bell. <clears throat> and I got this from some people I know that was there at the pay-per-view before the video came out. I'm like, huh, why would she say nobody's perfect? And we all make mistakes. Yeah, right. Exactly. So... Like, like, like Antoine said, God only knows <clears throat> if you said it. Excuse me, friends. Uh, if you said it, you know, apologize. Look, I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. You and I, Chris, we've heard a lot worse. I know I have heard a lot worse than yeah. the show. And being in the car traveling and, and taking some guys who I'm not mentioning in my vehicle, WWE Impact, all of that, in my vehicle traveling the shows, I've heard a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about racist stuff. I'm not talking about the N word or the K word for some, you know, fans of the Jewish, you know, what word I'm mentioning. I'm not saying it. But if you said it, just own up to it. Yo, I'm sorry. Caught up in the moment. Yeah. Boom. But, but isn't, what, what do you, Allison, has, have the game? Nothing. She's, she's doing well in WA. She's the champ. So we yep. will see. And Alexi had a follow up question about. Yep. Yeah, Alexi did ask a follow-up question about this is trouble some rumor. Is the key reason that Tessa has not been called to AEW or WWE? Do you believe do you believe if she was given those opportunities should go the way of Laura Sullivan? <laughs> so um sorry my screen went black. So sorry, Alexi, for botched uh I think I read your question pretty much well to the screen went black. That's good. That's good. Uh yeah, if because WWE's publicly traded, you know, anything with sexual harassment, anything sexual, anything racial, if she was in WWE and just this came out, she would immediately go ghost. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah she would go. And, and the thing is this, Lars is actually proof. You know, in the court of law, it's tangible evidence. You can see on the Reddit, she said that. So he's definitely would you know as you see what happened with him. Forget if he's certain not there to take him off because it was tangible evidence. It was proven that he said these things. Hogan, yeah. same thing. He got recorded. You know, you heard it, so he had to do it with her. They probably would have took off TV. No explanation. Thirty days, sixty days, and then brought her back. Probably yeah. did some kind of internal, similar to what they did with Enzo yeah. uh, uh, beforehand. So, um, what's you in the back? Say. At the end of the day, you gotta repent. You know in your heart. If you did something wrong, you lying about it, you gotta answer the guards. 
That's right. Or whatever higher being, whatever faith you believe in, me and Chris, you actually got it at the end of the day. Uh, you show that conviction in your heart, you gotta go to him and, uh, and get it right. So, Damn. even it don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, God knows. Yeah, he does. Uh, what do you think of Lesnar being in the Rumble match? I personally think that Lesnar shouldn't be in the match at all. That match is for the winner going to WrestleMania to challenge him or Bray for the belt. Now, here's how I feel about this, Marissa. I like it. And we'll get to the uh, the flavor of the week real quick. We've got about 10 minutes. Um, I like it. I was very cautious. I thought it was stupid. I like it because of this. At the end of the day, Whoever won was probably going to go for the Universal Championship. So that means that there will have there would have had to been some angle that will would have been formed on Raw probably the next night or something like that. I think this gives this is a shot put to the WWE Championship angle for WrestleMania, whatever it is. Here's the deal. Whoever wins the match. And uh, <clears throat> so they're probably Roman Reigns. And, I, you know, Roman Reigns is my favorite WWE guy. But oh, I, I actually am writing an article big on FanBuzz. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm writing now, and this has been a hectic few days, but I'm actually writing now, and I'll be finishing up tomorrow, uh, of one person who I think should win. Not – I know, you know, Roman Reigns is probably yeah, one of uh, but there's one person who I feel should win the War Rumble and should go against uh, The Fiend. Um, and so there's a cliffhanger. Just have to wait and see who it is. Uh, but <clears throat> this is good because it gives whoever eliminates Brock Lesnar, what, what I think it should be is some you know, Brock Lesnar last 20 minutes or something. He just, he just demolishes someone. And this is even how it would be. This would be pretty dope. Lesnar, he just come. He's still going to be number one. He whoever comes in, he just demolishes. So you get like a Kurt Hawkins or a Zack Ryder. You get like Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, Cedric Alexander. Um, you know, somebody from Twelve Five Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Akira Tozawa. You you get like probably about maybe like I would say probably five or six string of people and he you just he just toss them he just you just toss them and then you know at number eight or nine or ten you know um and now you're going to do this have like three people at one time trying to do it and then he toss them or something like that <clears throat> i would say it probably probably 12th between like 9th and 12th or so you have someone come out and 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 be the person who tosses Lesnar out and i think you have to do it you have to do it a snap you have to make it a whoever has like a snappy uh a finisher that i catch them off guard strike or something First like you think of is the claymore kick so drew so he's so lesnar is uh dealing with some people in the ring already uh trying to fight them off just destroying them and then all of a sudden he turns around boom claymore kick 
and that protects Lesnar because he doesn't have to, you know, it's not a matter of him, you know, getting beat up or, 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 you know, getting dominated in any sense and actually protects him because it's, it's more of a, uh, out of nowhere, caught him off guard type of elimination. So I think that's what you do. I think, I think, uh, if they're doing this face thing with drew, um, you know, a big drew McIntyre supporter, I, 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 I don't know. I'm still on the fence about him being faced right now. I think he, uh, he still need those true heels and he was one of the best pure heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans were getting behind him. So if they, I mean, if they want to do drew versus Brockett mania, as long as Drew is a face, I don't not I do not want to see, you know, heel Drew versus heel Brock. If they do a good job making Drew a face and people are legitimately behind him, I'm all for it. So I think I think yeah. Drew should have that opportunity. He should win the title. I'm cool with it. Totally cool with it. Drew McIntyre to me is one of the best names that you can use for that. Let's <laughs> A placeholder to push someone uh, in a, to a different level. That's why he should have the title. Yeah. So if if Drew's that guy, I keep saying Braun because I think Braun should be that guy. But Drew, I'm totally cool with Drew. I'm, if Drew's that guy, the main events against Lesnar against May, uh, at Mania, I'm cool with it. Totally cool with it. I think it'll work. So I think he should yeah. just play more just like that. That sets up the angle. And that's the reason why Lesnar's in the Rumble, and I think I think it's a win-win. And, and, and the winner goes goes for the UV title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from I'm gonna say this to JMP Nation and to you, I know other people look watching. Um, sometimes in the IWC, as fans as a whole, no matter what you do in wrestling, fans are happy. I got the title. Where you got the title? You know. Why Brock ain't around? We miss Brock. Give the belt to somebody else. <clears throat> Give it to Seth. Why Seth got the title? Well, we hate Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns had been on top for a while. We need Roman Reigns back. Why Reigns were Brock in the Rumble? <clears throat> Look at this. You don't, as fans, because I'm still a fan, as Chris is a fan, we do not know for the first time in a while for Brock what the outcome is going to be. And that's a good thing because Brock, technically doing research, talked about this last week on my show. Brock has only been in four Rumbles. Mm-hmm. And then Brock Russell, you know, I was at the Rumble, see me on the network, uh, front row, when it was the triple threat with him, Braun, and Kane. If Brock was going against someone, we knew at the end of the day, what's the mystery? Brock's going to win. F5s, three F5s, five F5s, Brock Lock, Kamala Lock. We know. Brock is in the Rumble, so we don't know. Is he going to get eliminated right away? Is he going to last and be the final four? Is he going to get eliminated in the middle? So, you know, we can be happy about, um, you know, be happy about we don't know. Rock yeah. can get eliminated right away. He can yeah. get eliminated the final four. You know, reminds me of uh, 95, Michael's Sweet Chimney, the Diesel, Nash, yeah. flipping yeah. over. It's like, oh, so... <clears throat> But I've got from Intel, and I'm not mentioning who this person is. He knows who it is because I know he's, I think he's watching. Is supposed to be Bray and Daniel again at Mania. Drew is being talked about against Brock. We kind of talking about being a triple threat. 
But Drew, like you said, the Claymore kick, we got we need something. I mean, we, no one cared about Seth last year. We was there. We know people were just happy because the match was first. <laughs> That's why everybody was excited. Yes. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it was like yeah. wow, Brock's in the first match and. Brock doesn't have the title anymore. Right. Maybe exactly. had because Brock lost it though as a fool with Seth Winnie. That's right. That's right. And, and I'm trying that to figure out. The- match, I think that was one of the only matches that I, that I actually <clears> looked Yeah, you were in pain. Yeah, you were pain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, we, we went, I went all. We, 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 we got to gotta make up. We got to make up for this year, man, because yeah. I could not enjoy that mania. Yeah, I, I just a well, splitting it, headache. It, it, was it was hard. <laughs> it, it was hard to do it when you had Triple H, who had to have a forty-minute in forty-minute match, yeah. a thirty, a Cosby Show episode intro. People that wasn't the LED there. board raise up, and you're bringing out right. the mic, and uh, oh, it was like, and, and people, and people that that may not, you won't know this unless you're alive. It was a botch because whoever was driving the SUV for Latisse's entrance didn't know how to parallel park. <laughs> so the remember the SUV got stuck. Yeah. So if you go back and watch many from last year, I wonder why they kept leaping Batista's music. That's because the SUV got stuck mm-hmm. and he had to back all the way out so <laughs> the, the screen could go down for your weight. So yeah. and I, I like I said, I met your weight, I've been dealing with your weight, met him a couple times. He's a nice dude, he's cool. I he ain't my boss, so I can't talk about professionally, personally, he's nice. But uh in uh to address Cold question was it Joe X Evan? Who would have showed each fight this year at Mania? I have no idea. One thing is for sure. We want the longest entrance. Our Mania is going to be dedicated to Triple H. It's going to be a 35 minute match. It's going to be a 30 minute intro with the addition of a 10 minute promo before the match. And then you got the post game promo. So Triple H, if they get punk, I mean, who else is, who's Triple H going to fight this year? I know he got to be part of Mania. Cool. Uh, if, if they get punk and he and they happen to get punk all that money he won and let him main mania be triple H and CM Punk. Finally, yeah, finally triple H and punk. No, God. <laughs> but other than that, who you gonna fight? I, I got an idea. How about triple mm-hmm. H? How about triple H finish fees that never got really resolved? We I never think- got a we got a, we never got an ending to Braun and Triple H. We never got an ending to that couple years. Yeah, ago. I think you do more of an NXT <laughs> type of representative type of thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, it's um, about time. Uh, just a couple of questions, real quick. Joseph, who's the my favorite wrestler in uh, AEW? Chris Jericho, of course. But uh, as far as the baby face is concerned, oh gosh, I don't even know if I have one. <laughs> I like. I mean, I like Kenny Omega, um, but I don't know. Darby, <clears throat> Darby man. I like Darby Allen. Uh, Darby, like Darby, Darby is the well. No, know what? I'll take it back. I'm not. You know me. I don't go by the status quo, the popular answer. Everyone's going to see Darby. My favorite AW right now is Orange Cassidy. He has to do nothing. He can just stay in there. He's over, and he does nothing. Either, yeah. and, and you know you're over. And we said this about a lot a few years ago. You know you're right. over when you have fans cosplaying, or people that know what cosplay is. You have fans dressing up as yourself. You have little kids and women 
and men dressing up, and you see that watching AEW. Uh, see people, I can't, dress, I, I see people dress dressing up as Orange, as Darby, as, as, as MJF. So see, to me, Orange Cassidy is. I, I think he's funny. I think it's funny, but to me, he's just way too niche to 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 for me. I just, I mean, his his character's funny, but uh, you know, he's he's, he's now he's definitely not one of the people who would. Uh, no, I mean, he, you I, would have a regular match or really no, sell some, no, he, sell, sell some shows. And he, stuff he's like so, he's what you call he's a comic. He's a comedy relief. He's like Police yeah. Academy. What's the dude, my buddy? Black dude, the, dude, the, the, the noises. Yeah. That's what he is. You need him here and there. You know, give him like a five second, yeah. maybe two minutes segment. But overall, for his wrestling, I mean, Darby's great. I love MJF. Yeah. Um, and, and and you saw your, your, boy, your boy Roman Reigns, your other boo bear, uh, wore I, MJF scarf. Did you see that? Bear. I have a boo bear. <laughs> I want a boo bear. Did you see that stuff, uh, Roman Reigns? <laughs> all right, so uh, <laughs> let's do Roman. Let's do uh, Rumble predictions real quick. We only got a few minutes left. Uh, actually, we're working overtime, so we only got a few minutes left. Uh, let's do Andrade. I think one of the questions were. I'm sorry, I didn't get addressed all of the extras questions. Please ask them next week uh, if it's not you know. Uh, if it's if it's dealing with something not rumble related, someone did ask about Andrade and Alberto Carrillo. How I feel about that? I I, I I'm just not interested, <laughs> right? Uh, honestly, yeah. um, right now I'm just not. I, I wish that somebody point, was Robbie. someone for the U.S. Championship was. Uh, I wish it was somebody different. Honestly, uh, all right, who you got? Andrade yeah. versus Alberto. Uh, I don't. I, I never can say his name. Andrade. Andrade. Yes. Right. Charlie played bull bear. Bailey versus um, Lacey Evans. Ah, I think Lacey should get it, but they're gonna give it to Bailey. She needs some steam. We forgot she's a heel. Yeah. Shorty G, Sheamus. Oh gosh, what is even it? Sheamus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Reigns so, versus Corbin. Uh, Reigns because, like anything else, the, the baby face gets beat yeah. up all weekend. The baby face won't take the Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lynch versus Oscar. If they have Reigns, I don't. We we don't have time to really get to, into it. But if they have, if they have Reigns winning the Rumble, I think he'll he may lose to Corbin. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's good. Uh, Lynch versus Oscar. Give it to Oscar. You have a win and, and make Lynch get the return match at whatever the pay per view is in between Royal Rumble and Mania. I think. It's Lynch. It's the placeholder. I mean, he's she's tag champ. Oscar is so they're not gonna have her be double champ. Yeah. Um, Fina uh, Y versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, DQ. Uh, Fina win. Yeah, and uh, women's war. Women's match. There's only four people who advertise to be right. Oh now. gosh, no. Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and Sarah Logan. <laughs> who do you who do you name vacant? Yeah. Think they, one thing's for sure, it will be a female. Charlotte. They may give it to uh, Charlotte. It will or be a female. If Ronda Rousey yeah, Ronda. entrance, I, I would have Ronda I, I did. I did hear that. She's supposed to be entering. I've heard a couple of times she's supposed to be number 30. So. All right, we'll see. All right. Uh, Flavor of the Week is the Royal Rumble uh, winner. So 
Flavor of the Week. Here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. There you go. There's the Flavor of the Week uh, video. All right. So if I pick them, uh, it's first eliminated. So um, I have the list of names. 22 names right there. Uh, so we have 22 so far that's uh, in the Royal Rumble. All right. So here we go. So I'm going to do this quickly. Um, I have to give Cole some love, though. He had a really super dope uh, <laughs> post on here. That I have to share real quick before we leave. Um, hopefully, I can find it. There's a this is a good problem to have. There's a lot of uh, comments on here, so that's a very that's I can have that problem every every day uh, every week. Um, oh, here it is. <laughs> Who's paying for their cheeseburger this month? Y'all need to y'all need to so we can get some more cool videos. <laughs> that's oh, comment, oh, of, oh, comment oh. of the night there from Cole. And Cole, your shirt will be coming soon, by the way. So expect your shirt in a moment. What is that in Cole's picture? That looks like a title belt that's hanging above his head. Is that, is that what that is? Uh, is that a man? What is, what is uh, that? Cole, let, let us know what that is. What is that All right, the first time? person I uh, pick. We got to roll. So if I pick you, you're out. Elias. Elias is out of the Royal Rumble. And then Charles won't be longer than him being in the ring. Shinsuke Nakamura is out. He's, he's in the Rumble? Yes, He's in the Rumble. Uh, uh, Next, Apollo Crews. AJ Styles is out of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he's out. Next, it's a Pele. Eric Rowan out of the Royal Rumble. Next, uh, let's go to the comments down here. Uh, next. Samoa Joe eliminated. Next, Ranjit Singh, Kevin Steen. Next, any any black wrestler. <laughs> King Corbin out of the Royal yeah. Rumble. Next, we have Rusev out of the Royal Rumble. Eliminated. Man, they, are, they are pushing that story like man. Next, we have. Ooh. Gone. Drew McIntyre is out of the Royal Rumble. All right, who's next? <laughs> Roman out. Wow. Out. Not not your not your boy. Eliminated from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Next. Buddy Murphy. Gone. New tag team champion. Uh we didn't get the Raw or SmackDown, but I'm loving uh the Seth Rollins uh thing right now. I think it's good. It's good heel heat. Are you, are you um, so I'm like I like the I like the raw I like the Rollins and uh, Murphy tag team champion uh, idea. Brock Lesnar out, gone, he gone. Apology, uh, uh, Feather Stone. 
Uh, Ray Mysterio, he's out of there. Well, he ain't never Which, won. One time yeah, we thought. Yeah. Oh, six. Yeah, uh, Otis. Um, too much. Heavy uh, machine. Too, too much of the uh, that's uh, that. What was it? Sweet fruitcake. Yeah, he had too much fruitcake. Ricochet gone. Why do you even add tag teams in the Rumble? We know they're not going to win. That's just a waste of space. Randy Orton. Out of there. Yeah, he doesn't need it. But he'll last the final four. He's, had, he he's had two already. He doesn't, he doesn't need Yeah, one. He could go three like Austin. Bobby Lashley. Gone. Oh, man. Uh, Next. He needs the main event mania. Especially against Brock. Kevin Owens. Well, never, he's going to NXT. He'll, 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 he'll be in there for like 10 minutes. Next. Dolph Ziggler. Out. Out of the Royal Rumble. Man. We have the final four. Final four right now. All right. Who's the next elimination of the Royal Rumble? It's gonna be it's gonna be Kane. The title the final four is gonna include Tucker from Eddie Machinery, the final four, but he's eliminated. All right, final three. Final three. I don't remember the names that are in here that I put in here. Final three. The third from last person being eliminated from the Royal Rumble is Braun Strowman. Final two. The last person, the runner-up of the Royal Rumble is Seth Rollins. So, winner of the 2020 Royal Rumble is Spoiler to my article. Alistair Black. Alistair Black is the winner of the 2020 Royal Rumble match. Very interesting. It's actually a little bit of a spoiler to my article because I want to defend that. (laughs) This is all random drawings. So Alistair Black wins and uh Check out my article on Fanbus of why he should win. Actually, it's very interesting. That's that that was totally unplanned. I totally just picked from. It was by design, know. brother. Alistair by design. Black, Alistair Black was uh, is is my choice of who should win. And I'll explain why. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was fun. That was exciting. Uh, Four hundred and eight episodes in the books. Special thanks to my buddy Rico Constantino, and of course. This guy right here, Evan Tech Proud, ladies and gentlemen, for 408 episodes. What did you say? God bless. Enjoy your week of wrestling. And always remember. We got to go. What a time. We got to go. I'll do it for you. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. everybody. Peace. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... 
Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.